<gasps> hey, man. Did, did you, you hear that? that? Hey, everybody. Santa's here. Aw, uh, there ain't no Santa Claus. Yes, there, there is. There is, too, man. He's here. He's here. Swinging hamsters, get over here. We're gonna sing us a happy Christmas song. Oh, no, not another corny, stupid song. Yeah, no way. Thank you, Tell him, Ronnie. Yeah, no way. No get way. over here and sing or I'll ring your little neck. Hey, 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 hey. So wrap your nuts, hamsters, gather round with me. Forget about all that teasing. We're breaking out the holly and aluminum tree, cause it's that jolly season. I know you've been naughty, but have you been nice? That's only Santa's business. That's right, Red. He's making his list and he's checking it twice. Uh -oh. Holy shit, it's Christmas. Hello, baby. Hello, baby. Hello. Hello again. Hello. Hello, everyone. Hi. Hey. Hey, friend. Hey, everybody. Hi, everybody. Hey. Hi. Hey. Hi, ho. Hi. Yo. G'day. Ha, ha, hi. Hello, everybody. Hey, guys. Packers Without Gordon. The greatest podcast on the planet. Guys, tune in. Great show. It's not just about football. Monday. 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 Monday Madness. Monday mailbag, Monday monster truck madness. Dun 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 dun. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> <laughs> that was the best Monday night music, to be honest with you, man. Right? Yeah. I like the old Monday night. Bum, 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 bum. Yeah. Dude, so other than me taking a bye week on Wednesday, because it was just an absolutely insane week. Wonderful, but here's what happened. So Friday after the jazz concert that we had, um, get home about 1130. Everybody's in bed. Like my wife and I lay down in bed. My, my wife's like, you hear that dripping? I was like, fuck. And we're like completely silent house, right? And you hear the doop, 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 doop. Yep. Just in the distance. And I'm like, yeah. what? fuck is going on so i go to the shower i go to check all the you know i check the toilets like in my bathroom and i'm like okay it's not here i'm like what the fuck i walk out to the hallway and i hear the dripping where the um where our water here is which is the only thing that's original from the house right like almost like it's like oh, crap so i i hear it and i'm like fuck so i take the little you know the little rails off the bottom where the, the ducks to suck in the air, whatever the intake vents. And I look underneath there and there is two inches of water underneath the fucking boiler. Perfect. And, perfect. Right. Go waking up girls with the water vac to vacuum out all the fucking water, put towels down, put a bucket. And that was, no, that was uh, yesterday. Sorry. It was yesterday after work. And um, so where am I? Seven o'clock this morning. I'm at fucking Lowe's shelling out more fucking, ash you know for a fucking hot water heater for the house 40 gallons has to be gas line had to be this and i was like okay like it's the exact same water heater so this is something just so you know right and i'm sure you know this but just for 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 people who need a water heater it is the exact same damn fucking model 
they're all 40 gallons and they are the exact same thing. And the only thing that costs more is there has a two-year warranty, a nine, six yeah. year, nine year and 12 year warranty. And I was like, yep, I'm going to have to spend another 250 bucks, but that's a 12 year warranty done. And it's sitting in my garage and the plumber was supposed to come in today, but he got sick. So now we have not had hot water for 24 hours, which is why my hair looks the way it does right now. I have to take a nice cold shower tonight. So, oh man, it was wonderful. So ignoring my house is, you know, with, with the business has now the house is like, fuck you. You need to pay attention to me too. Okay, house, I will. Sorry, because I'm already dipping my my toe into this trickle of money that just completely gets demolished in a minute, dude. It's like fuck me. We we went we went for six days because we it was it was like right after Christmas and you know you kind of max out everything and and then we had uh, I take my I took my entire paycheck and I paid off all the bills and I got us all caught up and it was like okay the next paycheck is when we can start spending money again and start living we just have to basically just watch tv and stay in the house for another week <laughs> right like just chill out like we've got yeah, the, 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 the house is warm, right? There's food, there's, you know, we're, we're all right. We're not destitute or anything. And then that motherfucker went and it was like, you got to be kidding me. You've got to be kidding me. And then the worst part is, is that the guy said, uh, oh, you know, uh, because we know that these don't go at opportune times, we give everyone 30 day billing. I'm like, oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> I could have got it right away. I didn't have to wait a week. Oh, yeah. It uh, was exactly how, and, and, you know, luckily I, I'm just tired of plumbers. Cause that's the, what I spent the most off pretty much in the entire place. You know, that, I think that was probably the biggest expense we had was just getting water purifiers, the ice machine, the sinks, the, that was critical. It's a kitchen, right? So, yeah. um, I'm, now I have hit that same dude coming to my house to like, I'm going to put his kids through college at this point, which yeah. is, <laughs> yeah. It's uh, my mechanic has got a third home. Okay. He's so good though, man. Like it's hard to find, you know, the big difference with plumbers that I found out and this happened before with my house, there's a big difference in plumbers between like the new school plumbers, which is all PVC and the, the tankless, you know, with lines directly to everything. And then you have the dudes who know how to do copper and how to actually weld and do stuff in my house is sold. There's no PVC in here. The entire fucking house is all copper, all which copper. is great which is yeah. great. But at the same time, it costs three times as much as some dude that's going to lay in like an inch of PVC for your fucking, yeah. for the handle on your fucking shower. It's like some dude comes in, it's like, Oh, it'll be 90 bucks. But with me, it's like, Oh, it's $350. Cause yeah. we have to cut a hole in your drywall. And remove yeah. The top. yeah. Like, oh no, no, that's, that's, that's exactly, that's what it's like every time I bring my truck to the mechanic, it's like, Oh, you know what? One of the headlights is out. Ooh. And he's like, and the diff is leaking. And that's twelve hundred dollars. Yep, like, you're you're dollar like job, and you get one that's like twelve hundred dollars. It's like when they yeah. when well, I heard that when like strippers take you to the back, and you're like, you have your twenty bucks, right? And you're like, okay, twenty dollar dance, and then they keep you there for nine songs, and you don't realize it, and it's like one hundred and eighty dollars, right? That's yeah. what they, they never don't don't know, but that's what they told me. I mean, thankfully, they let me wash dishes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you didn't. You didn't have to clean the pole. Well, I might have had to have worked the pole for a little while, if you know what I mean. But they let me. <laughs> yeah. 
I can move. I can twerk. I can twerk it. Let me work it. That's too much. TMI. Bring it around to the back and drop it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And, uh, (laughs) but it was good. So I picked that up this morning, had it here. And then he called me to tell me he couldn't come. But every time my cannabis chef comes in, so we've got our full month supply of, you know, all the pastries, everything that we need. He came in, everything delivered. I learned how to make turtle cheesecake. I learned how to make key lime pie. I'm dipping some Milano's in like some CBD chocolate, stuff like that, you know, like just kind of teaching me how to do stuff. And uh, he always brings like extra goodies and he brought a raspberry chocolate. It has 20, it's well, the, the bar itself has 250 milligrams. So each little square is whatever, like 15 milligrams or 20 milligrams or whatever it is. But dude, you bite it and it's like, he's got freeze dried uh, raspberries in it and just explodes in your mouth. So it's, we got good stuff, man. It's good. I have to, you know, I have to make sure that, every, that so I know. <laughs> when you, when you bite it, it explodes in your mouth. Oh my God. Yes. Okay. When bite the raspberry. It explodes in your mouth. All right, then. Happy Moving Monday. A- happy Monday. And if you're a, a Patreon uh, listener, happy late Sunday night. <laughs> oh, right. Exactly. No, well, let's see. We got a lot of really good questions. This is officially now should have been Saturday, but it's good. It's Monday because Monday is always our best episode. So, yeah. uh, this is episode what? What are we on? Episode what? one, seven. Carry the three. Uh, two hundred. Two hundred, buddy. Two hundred. The double century. The double century. Am I saying I, that right? Yes, and you know how bad I feel. I like, I wanted to never break that streak, dude. And it was all my fault. 100%. I took a bye. Uh, I took a bye day. It's all good. It just can never happen again. Well, so even if you're in the hospital, <laughs> <laughs> even if there's a serious accent, uh, ac- accent, <laughs> man, accident. three days and there you go. Oh, I've got this stuff. It's called, uh, it's not super low. No, this is Grape. Grape Escape? Uh, yeah, yeah, the Grape Escape. No, yeah. that's not it. It's Grapes on grapes on Skates. That's what it's called, Grapes on Skates. And it tastes My, like grape. Grapes of Wrath. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Is it, does it have an old jalopy and everyone gets on it? No, it's got, <laughs> it says THCP on it, which is the most violent of the THCs, apparently. Fuck, I don't know. This one's smashing me between the eyes like a sledgehammer, so I'm yeah. happy. Listen, um, so today's the day we're giving away the uh, Lawnmower 4.0. That's 4.0, better than the 3.8, less than the 4.2, but it's the 4.0. I don't even know you, if they make a 3.8 or 4.2. You know what You know what the Lawnmower 4.0 is? What's that? The, the average yard per carry that a Packers running back has when they don't want to use them. Right? Yeah. Oh, shit. He's only getting four. Go sit him down. I thought it was the four-point turn when you go around the anus. Oh. That's, <laughs> is that not it? Okay. Is there a four-point? Yeah. Well, you got to go north, south, east, west. <laughs> oh, you never eat shredded wheat? And then you got to and then you gotta go once around the world. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling risky tonight. I may do it without the guard. 
I'm just saying. <laughs> you got to be like a surgeon. Keep it flat. Wow. Keep it flat. <laughs> Keep it flat. Stretch that ball stack. <laughs> okay. All right. We've got, we've got literally, uh, I'm going to say like, this is two, four, six, eight, ten. 10. This has got to be 10 to 12 questions we've got here to go through. And uh, I, I believe, okay. So we've got all of these guys' names in a hat mm -hmm. and we'll pull one out. And, and yeah. bing, you too will have bald, bald, Ball, ball sack you too well, will join the bald ball sack totally bald it's just that nice like when you it's like a putting green it does it have a little fur cap you know <laughs> rough on the but towards the middle of the hole it just gets like smoother and smoother closer to the hole i go right down to the wood <laughs> <laughs> oh i do I, I work my way up in the up and down the bee pole bean pole you know, you know, those, you know, those electric shavers that they do your, they do your face. Right. So I, I had one when I was like 1920 and it was a small, it was like a travel size thing that somebody gave me one time. Right. And this thing did my face. Like there was no tomorrow. It actually really worked. And I ended up losing it. I don't know where I lost it. I, I was doing a lot of drugs back then, much like today, but I lost it. And to this day, I randomly like every couple of months, I buy another electric shaver in the hopes that this is similar and it will work. I've got uh, under my sink, I've probably got three or four electric shavers. They don't, they don't do it. They don't get half of it. I don't know what it is. It just doesn't work. So I do have one that's a Gillette razor. And this one's like a wet dry, man. It was like a $300 bloody yeah. electric razor, right? This thing will do your balls. No problem. No nicks, no nothing just bald really i'm See, telling you and and i don't I'm want you won't I, do I, my chin I won't can't do go, my chin <laughs> i can't i can't go down to the skin because then i start getting ingrown hairs yeah dude my, my facial hair stuff i use like the same thing i use for my hair which is like the hair clippers i just put like the the half inch like the half whatever guard like a tiny tiny whatever the le least yeah, guard yeah. Is run it on there and i always have to have some stubble because when i have gone down to no. the cheap baby face first off i've got so many fucking scars because i've split my lip twice i've bit through my lip a couple times so i've got like scars everywhere so i look like i look like two-faced but from like the nose down it's like all torn up and then everything up is good so i have to have some stubble and all there's three of like three jokes there's like three jokes oh, to yeah. that but i know your wife so no I'll, no you go and it's okay. a little past them and I'll just my, blow past them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I won't go down on that one. <laughs> it tickles. <laughs> you like getting you like getting that taste stuck in your mustache. It's good. Was it the was it the, was it the Catholic uh, chastity belt? Is that you kept clicking your face on it? Did <laughs> correct. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to bite off the lock. Dude. <sighs> okay, I'm going to tell a story about my. Cup. He, he, I'm not gonna, his name will not be named, but it was my cousin okay. uh, that I was really grew up like my youth when I was in, I don't know, like from tiny, tiny kids, we were good, right? Like we Alejandro, Alejandro, what was his no, name? What was I'm his name? <laughs> and there was one girl, um, her name was, I'm not going to say that name either, but they used to go up to scenic drive 
Um, and he told me a story and I know it because I saw it like the next day and he walks in, dude, like we went to go have breakfast and he walks into the restaurant, like on a Sunday morning, we we're going to go have brunch or whatever. He had gone out with this girl and he came back. Um, and he had this huge fucking like, 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 you know, like a carpet burn on yeah, his, yeah, yeah. his eyebrow all the way down to the tip of his nose. And I was like, what the fuck happened to your face? And he's like, she wouldn't pull off her pants. So he was fucking like dry down there, dude, or whatever on her jeans. So like he kept rubbing the zipper on his fucking nose, dude. And that's <laughs> Do you have any stories like that? Because I don't. That's why I'm telling his story. <laughs> I... No. <Okay. laughs> Me either. No. Me either. No. No. Uh, I do. I do have a story where. Uh, okay, let's see if I can quick spit yeah. this one out quickly. So funny, you're whispering. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, it's gonna be really good. So I was tied to the bed. Tied to the bed. I, like in the star, right? And her mom comes home. <laughs> she gets dressed and, and just leaves the room. Just left you. I am still, I, I'm still. Did you have tired. a sheet? <laughs> Nothing, dude. Nothing. Blown in the breeze. Fastest I ever went from, from midnight to 6 a.m. Fastest. Oh, <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah, that- needless to say, I broke. I broke two bedposts. <laughs> Crack. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's probably yeah. what I'm doing too, man. You got to get out of there. <laughs> so let's so let's let's get going. Let's uh, let's do mail mailbag Monday. Not the one with hair, but with an envelope. <laughs> Mailbag Monday, sponsored by Manscaped. That's a great song, man. I love that song. Is that Dude, I, is that uh, is that uh, is that uh, Heart sings that? Is that who sings that? Is that Heart? Is that yeah, the, the lead singer? About right. Do you, yeah. Is that yeah. Janis Joplin? Maybe or maybe. maybe. I think uh, so. What's her name? I saw a t-shirt. Uh, Carly Ray Jepsen. <laughs> Call me, maybe. <laughs> no. It's not her? Okay. No, I don't think that's her. We couldn't afford her. No. Uh, Asky, Mailbag Monday sponsored by Manscaped. Don't forget to use your coupon code DOSPAPAS, D-O-S-P-A-P-A-S, for 25% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. It's Christmas. Okay. It's Christmas. If you order it right away, they have fast shipping. It's actually they- fairly fast. So if you order it right away, you'll probably get it just in time for Valentine's Day. Yep. yep. No, you'll be good. It's two, three day shipping. Of course, you like the and U.S. Post Office. Much respect, man. Honestly, like they're fast. They're good. Like there's they rarely they'll fuck up occasionally. Right. But with the amount of mail that deal with i am surprised that they're as efficient as they are they're pretty good i mean it is terrible when i try to ship you some um makeup the the actual shipping was two times the cost of what the makeup was actually worth. <laughs> <But> okay <laughs> well that was that was like the box i sent you 
That was uh, like the box I sent you. I'm yeah. like, fuck, it's not even with the shit in it isn't worth 76 bucks. Like, let me fill it. Let yeah. me fill it. Let me put a gold bar in there or something. Let me throw 40 bucks cash in there. <laughs> okay. And when you like to insure it, yes. How much is the contents worth? I don't know, five bucks. That'll be $87.37. <laughs> it's like, fuck. Okay. I never insure it. I never insure it. I'm just like, I'm like, just fucking get it there. Yeah. Same thing. Just get it there. Northern Wisco DK46461. What does LaFleur need to do this offseason to assert he is the right coach for the future and assure and assure taking the next the next step? What does LaFleur need to do? Well, and that's that's that one's coming up. That one's coming up because there's talk that uh, Love has made it clear that he's not going to sit for another year. And, and Rogers right. kind of did the same thing with with Favre, right? Yep, he's so right. What does Lafleur? What does Lafleur need to do this offseason to assert that he is the right coach for the future and assure taking the next step? I think he needs to a fire Joe Barry, get rid of Joe Barry, put his ego aside, and get himself a big name defensive coordinator, somebody off the top shelf, not the no name brand in the bargain bin. Go get somebody off the top shelf, Flores, Phillips. Somebody steal somebody from another team. I mean, when the Jets, the Jets are doing it with less talent and they're making our defense, they're making it look like a joke. He's got to step up. He's got to do something like, yeah. 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 Get somebody who knows personnel and knows how to fucking coach defense. That's it. Not hard. There's names out there. There is. Uh, Paul Coffin, Badger Paul 87. I know Robert Tanya needs to help block the edge, but how does Coach Lafleur get him more involved in the offense outside of all the checkdowns? Well, Tanya is not the same guy since his injury, and you can see it every time he catches the ball. He stops and stutters his feet. Yeah, he he's, he braces he's hesitant. For, braces for impact. He's still not confident. That's what they say. Like you can be structurally sound with your injuries. But the mental aspect of trusting it, taking a hit, not something and something not going wrong on it. Um, you look at it happens all the time. It's just the mental. He, yeah, he's he, he, the only one that can help Tanyan right now is Tanyan. And he's just got to take a couple of good shots and get back up and feel fine. And unfortunately, uh, I don't think it's going to happen this year, the way the season's going. Maybe. Uh, maybe. Tanyans eat some Funyuns. Tanyans Funyuns. There you go. Uh, Matt, Matt Larson, Matt too. Why is Matt so damn sexy? Uh, It's genetics. God owed me a favor. Okay. R. Wilson. What? That question should win. (laughs) I think that's the one that wins. Winner. (laughs) Stop the count. Get a new, a used, a not almost new <laughs> It comes with a hair stuck in the in the blade. Oh. <laughs> and and the on off button is like worn out. <laughs> Overall, little crabs come out of it and start. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like arachnophobia. <laughs> okay. If Deshaun Watson struggles again this week for Cleveland, 
Do the Browns go back to Bissett as being the starter? Nah, I think that this is a wasted season. The Browns realized that. They put Jacoby Brissett in just to see what they could do. Maybe they could get close to a playoff spot. Deshaun Watson has uh, struggled last week, struggled this week again. You, you can't just throw him into the fire. This is December. This is playoff football. Teams have been going. They're, they're in the zone. They're banged up. They, the the adrenaline is yeah, – it's, it's going to be a couple more weeks before uh, – yeah. Massage he, Watson does anything. He was touching women for two years. Like he hasn't touched a football, but he's been touching yeah. women for two years. Realize that. Two years. He's been touching pigskin for two years. <laughs> the. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Justin Amandro. Justin Amandro, do you think that Razul Douglas gives Maker, Baker Mayfield nightmares again? No, I think that uh, Razul will be too deep in a soft zone to uh, <laughs> give Baker any worries. I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, it's this this team is checked out, but there is a chance, right? And we'll get into the things that, it, especially after some of the games have played out, you know, for this weekend and that type of stuff. It's it's pretty simple. So we'll see. We'll we'll we'll, we'll yeah. get into. It. But no, he's not going to be his nightmares. Uh, let's go bears. How many touchdowns will Baker have six or seven? I said four running. <laughs> well, as long as they, as long as he runs with, with two. Yards. Yeah. Don't pass. He'll have two fucking 50 yard dashes. Don't go fall. Go follow. Let's go bears. He's a good bears. He's a good bears fan. He's all right. Yeah. He's good. Okay. Colton Moore. Who would you bump from the current wide receiver room, wide receiver room to have kept Amari as a wide receiver only? A no one. Amari leaving was a good choice. Should have left four weeks ago. Yeah, I, I can't. Oh, dude, there, there's not Amari could not get that playbook. You could see it, and it, it's kind of weird that Rogers not being in training camp, like not really, not. You know what I mean? Like just the whole off season that he did for him to come out towards the beginning of the season when they were asking them about the wide receivers and he coming back. Yep. He's our punt returner. <laughs> like that's all he ever said. So there's obviously a disconnect between talent and, and getting it. Guy, it to you. Guy, guy's been in the league, what, two years now, finally scores his first touchdown in a shit game with a shit team with shit wide receivers and shit, 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 shit. And everybody goes, Oh, was that Rodgers that made Amari bad? Yeah, it was Rodgers that made him fumble. The guy had seven career fumbles. No, eight career fumbles, seven career catches. Yeah, yeah, it was all Rodgers. It was all Aaron Rodgers. You're right, you fucking brainiac. Get your head out of your ass. The guy, of course, he's going to go there and have some sort of success. That's why he's in the NFL. If he was cut from the uh, the Houston's, if nobody wanted him and he just walked away as a salesman and he sold a car, would you go, God damn it, he could have been selling cars for the Packers. <laughs> oh, they might have been better this season. You know, here's a question for you. Uh, Zadarius, he's tearing it up over in Minnesota there, eh? don't you know? And uh, why aren't we mad that we didn't keep Zadarius, especially with Rashawn Gary gone? I know the Zadarius thing and whatnot, but myself, I'm also thinking to myself, gosh, we really could have used him right now. But well, we were expecting him to play more than six games this entire season with his back. And absolutely. Maybe, and 
maybe a lot of this is carryover from last year where maybe Zadarius was already giving us a sneak peek into the fact that he's like, I'm not playing for this fucking chump ass fucking coach piece of shit, fucking asshole, Joe Barry. And I'm going to fake my fucking injury and I don't fucking care about you all. I'm going to go somewhere else. Cause I don't want to play for this fucking tool. Who's going to misuse me. So now he's going to go to Minnesota, win 10 games and not make the playoffs. Exactly. I'm <laughs> so glad that Detroit beat them. And we knew this was coming. This is Detroit I expected. Oh, and we the both Min- picked Detroit. Yeah. Fuck you, Minnesota. You guys are fucking frauds. Yeah. Screw you, eh? Take that horn, stick it in your ass. Yep. Okay. Why do players like Amari Rogers go to sucky teams and do good? Do guys think if he had gotten more opportunities as a wide receiver, would he have been successful at it? Or do you guys think? Okay, so let's do the first one. Why do players like Amari Rogers go to sucky teams and do good? He, he hasn't done good. He's been there three weeks already. Now he's caught a touchdown? Plus, yes. the Houston Texans are so decimated that they're chucking balls to anybody out there at this point. Like, somebody's going to catch something. Somebody's going to catch something. And Amari Rogers caught one. Was it a nice catch? Absolutely, it was a nice catch. Also, he, that should have been his 10th or 12th or 14th one by now. He's been in the league two full seasons, but he hasn't been able to do shit. Why do guys go to other two players? Hey, why did Devondre Campbell come to us and suddenly be a Pro Bowl? The system is completely different. They run a different system. We've had, we've already got our guys for the slots, and Amari Rogers wasn't cutting it doing these jet sweeps and things we needed him to be able to run. So he goes to a different system, and he catches one pass. Deep breath. Deep breath, right. guys. Here you go. Uh, Here are his stats. Here are his stats. Ready? Zero kick returns, zero yards. Two punt returns, 13 yards. He had one kick return, three yards, two punt return yards, and 15 yards against so the against the Chiefs. That is, and then he had his fucking little, like, they don't even have him even statted in any way that even remotely matters, to be honest with you, other yeah. than, like, I'm scrolling through this, and it, 27% catch rate, okay? Uh, <laughs> 9%. You want to tell Dobbs, hey, hey Dobbs, uh, we don't need you anymore, pal. Uh, we got Amari Rogers. Hey, hey, Torre, I know you guys are on lesser contracts and you're performing way better than Amari Rogers has ever performed, but we're going to keep Amari. There's nobody you would bump. The answer is goodbye, and he left. Do you guys think if he had gotten more opportunities as a wide receiver, would he have been successful at it? I don't think he would have been successful at it. I think he would have had a few more stats. But yeah, but not nothing. In we that. didn't get him. We we got him to fill the Cobb role, and then immediately signed Cobb. That tells you everything, other than the fact that Aaron Rodgers runs the the personnel in locker room and what right? gets played called. Yep. Hi, I'm Amy. I'm from Wichita, Kansas. I'm Alex Brown from the Derby City, Louisville, Kentucky. This is Alyssa from Los Angeles. All right, I'm Andy from Sheffield. This is Chris from Nova Scotia. Hey, this is Aaron Alice from Indianapolis, Indiana. Hi, everybody. This is Hilmi from Turkey. I am Carla from California. G'day, this is Mel from Melbourne, Australia. This is Mick coming from Granger, Indiana. This is Soren again coming to you from Sweden. And this is Packers Without Borders. This is Packers Without Borders. Packers Without Borders. Packers Without Borders. Listen to Two Losers on Packers Without Borders. Thank you for listening to Packers Without Borders. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor, and anywhere else you get your favorite podcasts.
Also, you can find our merch on packerswithoutborders.myshopify.com and TeePublic if you want cups, mugs, and those types of things. You can also visit us on patreon.com front slash packerswithoutborders and give us some money. And audibletrial.com front slash packerswithoutborders. Give them a click, check them out, try that 30-day free trial with them, and enjoy your books. Peace! And go Pack Go! That tells me what to do. Sometimes I tell. This is TJ Williams out of Las Vegas, Nevada. This is Matt coming to you from Cincinnati. Hey, friends, this is Colton Moore from Central Illinois. This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. This is Shelly from Bourne, Michigan. Bales of Hay, and I'm from Kansas City. Hey, this is Jamie Cheesebutt. I'm from LA, California. Hey, everyone, this is Ella from Southern Cali. This is Nebels from Chicago, Illinois, and you are listening to Packers Without Borders, the finest podcast in all the land. Mailbag Monday, sponsored by Manscaped. Mike, DM Rees, 2011, when will MLF run the fumble sweep play? He says third and 15 from the Packers five-yard line. <laughs> said yes the most critical time is when he usually runs that goddamn fumble sweep that is nick sherman oh let's mike thank you for standing up for carla by the way with that fucking tool ass ass hat pendejo thanks buddy peter bukaki wannabe listen yeah. nick sherman bags milk good or bad nick they got rid of bad milk bagged milk up here in canada like uh it probably in about the late 80s and uh, it was kind of a thing that they were doing because we still had uh, milk delivery back then. And it was it was fairly big in Canada. It was fairly big. And uh, uh, they used to they could fit a lot more in these trucks with the bag milk. So it was kind of a, a big thing. It tasted the exact same. It didn't taste bad or anything. We had bag milk. We had carton milk. We had it in plastic jugs. We had it in glass. We've had it. Uh, it milk is milk. Milk is milk. Yeah, I remember. Uh, Rebecca. Oh, are, milk ahead, cart- are milk cartons still used? Because we have a shit ton of milk cartons in my house, but we yeah. that we've had like since our milk carton delivery days back fuck 20, 30, almost longer than that. Because I was pretty young when we get the milk cart, the milk delivered to our front yeah. door. And, those, and I still have those same ass milk cartons with me. So that might be the when I posted that thing about who the tool that you've had the longest amount of time and I've got that little level. I think the milk cartons that I've got in my house that I right? use little, it was like little stepping stools every once in a while uh, might be the oldest tool. Rebecca RN BSN Tafka Frazzle RN. That is I, so BN is bachelor nursing. RSN is registered okay. nurse. So she's, she's a, a, a nurse nerd. Okay, so she says, I don't need a lawnmower. That's what Jesus is for. Maybe she means Jesus, and that's the guy who waxes. I don't know. I don't know. My question is, is Bakhtiari's career over? This is a great, great question, Rebecca. I love this. And this is why I saved this for for right at the end here, because this, I mean, you, the writing has to be on the wall. It just has to. And now he's going to be out a couple more weeks because of this appendicitis. I think, listen, we can't get, and this goes to the Jordan Love thing. We can't get a definite answer out of 
Aaron Rodgers. If Aaron Rodgers signs his contract and says to the Packers, I'm playing the next three years, let's say it's three. Okay. Because Mm -hmm. one, you might be able to shut up Jordan love for one, but let's say three Jordan love wouldn't, wouldn't stay for three. So we trade Jordan love. If he, if Aaron's going to commit to three, if Aaron commits to anything less than that, we trade Aaron. And if we trade Aaron, Bakhtiari is done in Green Bay. He'll yeah, go to the Chargers. That's where all our old tackles go. Yep. Yep. I mean, here, here's a sad day. Back, Bakhtiari's cap hits in 2023 and 2024 balloon. Okay. So yeah. next year, it's $28.58 million in 2023 and $32.58 million in 2024. You know how much we would pay? Um, Packers can restructure his contract. Remember, we restructured him to get that nine million. So, I mean, dude, it was nine, four years, ninety-two million dollars, thirty million dollars signing bonus. So, sixty-one and a half million dollars pending on this contract coming in the next two years. He's gone. Yeah, yeah. I don't see him playing unless he takes a dramatic pay cut. Yep. And I'll a trade. dramatic play cut. All right. If he goes to the Chargers and you could trade. So let, let's assume we would trade Bakhtiari to the Chargers, right? Instead of just yeah. cutting, cutting him. Yeah, down. of course we would. So realistically, what player off the Chargers would you take? Mike Williams. Knowing our, you would take Mike Williams over Derwin James? Mike Williams. And it, that's even a pot. Well, do you think? Yeah, it's a possibility. That's because- almost a straight swap. That's almost a straight swap. We, may, yeah. we might have to give them a back end fourth round conditional or something. Or, I mean, if you look at it too, they're getting the number one left tackle in the league. Uh, they might, they might even have to give us something. That's think- a pretty good straight up. I like that. Okay. So nerd nurse. Let's that, do that fixes. That fixes two problems. A couple of issues. Yeah. It that fixes two issues. Yep. It gives us some money, some freedom in there. Uh, but yeah, I think the biggest question this offseason, and of course, there's going to be drama around the quarterback position like there always was with the Green Bay Packers. And this year it's going to be is are they going to do they feel comfortable enough with love with this contract the way it is in tra- trade Ray Rogers and get a shit ton of picks? and reload around Jordan Love because it's kind of hard to see that because you would figure the Packers would try to shut Aaron Rodgers down for the rest of the season to really see what they've got. But, you know, Rodgers isn't going to do that because he's going to want to have complete control of his future as much as he can with the Packers. So he's not going to step off the field if his leg is falling off. Even if even if we lose the rest of the games, he's not going to give Jordan Love a chance, right? He sees it in practice. He knows what's there. Yeah. I mean, this is kind of the conundrum that happened when Rogers and Favre and Rogers was like, I'm not going to sit back here for another year. And it was like, we got to get rid of Favre. Favre isn't making a commitment. So history repeats itself. And you know, what's funny is, as Rogers went through this, he saw it from the other side. And now he's thinking, I'm going to screw the guy over the way I got screwed over. You know, karma, how people how people deal with you with their problems is called their karma. How you react to that is called your karma. Right. And 
I mean, it's, it's just going to, I think it's going to sour the water for him if he does something like that. I think, I think honestly, if I'm Aaron Rodgers, I commit that I'm going to play for three more years. Mm-hmm. We trade Jordan Love. We mm-hmm. could probably get top 20 pick in that 15 to 24 range for sure for Jordan Love. He's so we'll all ready to go. Right. We'll have two picks in the top 20 this year. I'll take that. We'll have two picks in the top 20. So we'll get ourselves a really old defensive lineman and, you know, uh, a safety that doesn't pan out. Right. And we extend Joe Barry. Yeah. Well, of course. Obviously, you extend Joe Barry. I mean, that's ridiculous talk. <laughs> you, you, you know what I mean by extend is you put him at the 50-yard line and you tie ropes to each of his fucking extremities and you have horses that just run to every fucking tunnel possible in every corner. <laughs> That's how you fucking extend. I want your- him to answer some serious questions. I want him to answer some serious questions on, on some live broadcast somewhere. And I want to, I want to test his football intellect with defensive schemes. And I want to ask him exactly why Kenny Clark is always being put right over the center where he's going to be constantly double teamed, And then you don't give him another partner who can block, who can at least shed a single team to get in there. I mean, Lowry is one of your best performing defensive linemen next to fucking Kenny Clark. You're not you're using Devontae Wyatt for five plays a game, which is bloody bullshit because the other team is running 65 fucking plays. You should be cycling them in and out after every three or every four plays so that you get a constant and fresh pass rush. And instead, you decide that Devontae Campbell should be on their number one wide receiver. And let's go put Clay Quay Walker in a deep zone. And since we've got two of the best corners in the leagues, we should have them play 14 yards off, especially on second and four. Okay, dude, hold on. So here's a question with that, because I, I, I just it popped into my head and I never thought about this. And you watching the game from a coaching standpoint, how much is the offense... I'd be curious to see how much the offense is dictating the personnel that we're in, because once they're in that, they're start, are they running like, um, like not the two minute offense, but like a hurry up offense to keep us from making changes. And we stay in that same fucking piece of shit defense where we can't exchange players. So do you think maybe offenses or do you see offenses doing that to us or are they huddling up? I just, it just kind of, let, let me ask you a simple, let me ask you a simple question. Does it look like we're being physically outmanned out there? Yeah, for sure. So why aren't we putting our bigger guys in this fight? And why are we using our littlest guys? Yeah, but what I'm saying is, let's say that we're starting off with our... So it doesn't matter what their personnel is. It doesn't matter what their personnel is. You can choose whatever. The Bears ran a 6-1, for Christ's sakes. They they didn't give a shit. They were like, we're just going to keep coming at you. You can dictate or you can get dictated to. And Barry's getting dictated to. Now, I understand your concept. If we go five wide, do we really need four guys on the line? Yes, they are. They are defensive side. Are is the offense like our offensive opponent running hurry up as opposed to huddle to make us stay with those same players out there, tire them out in a shitty fucking package that they have to keep running over and over again because they can't exchange players out. Well, when that happens to you more than once in a row, you call timeout and you get in a better base. Unfortunately, our base is to put two guys on the defensive line, put our linebackers out there and put them in a coat in a coverage or rush package. And so then they bring a tight end in or they bring the running back out to the outside a little bit to give those outside linebackers a half second hesitation to what they've got to do. And that buys them about eight and a half minutes in the pocket. They could Mm -hmm. just stand there and pick whatever they want. And if they don't want, 
well, guess what? Kenny Clark is being triple teamed over here and Slayton's not doing anything on the other side. So the seas open up right over the center and the center goes, follow me to the promised land. And the running and the quarterback or the running back just runs right behind a fat guy until they get to about the 15 yards down the field. And then suddenly well, a, a Packer who is in a deep zone turns around and goes, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's parting of the green sea. And once they start getting to the shoreline, then that's when like the water starts collapsing on them. Right. And yeah. instead, and instead, let's say we did this because I know they like to put in an extra, uh, the extra uh, uh, DB in there to keep the speed up. That's fine. Why don't we run a, why don't we run a, like a four, two, why don't we run a four, two, we put four defensive linemen, right. On the, on the line. Okay. Mm-hmm. We put Preston Smith out there and Devondre Campbell. And then you can substitute out Smith with Gary. You can take off one of the D linemen and put in Gary and have him as a rusher. All I'm saying is, is if we constantly set five instead of two, we would do things like pressure the quarterback and make them throw, you know, terrible balls. Take a look at what Minnesota or the Lions did to fucking Minnesota. They pressured, 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 pressured. Take a look at what we, we watched uh, 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 Carolina against Seattle. All they did was just pressure, pressure, pressure. I mean, it, all of it, dude. You know, that was something I was thinking with as good as our corners were, right? Or are, let's just, let, let's, let's stay in the present and assume that they still are good corners, right? Between Razul and Stokes and Jair. With those three guys coming into the season, and I know it's hard. To, to change schemes, but wouldn't you think that a four, three with those guys on the back end and Amos without necessarily Savage, right? Cause basically now you'll have a single high with Amos. You have your three guys and you take Savage out of the fucking game and you dump a guy on the fucking defensive line. How hard would it have been to do that this offseason? And understand, like, it's just kind of like I've been thinking about personnel and things that we can do. And why do, why are we always in a three, four in green Bay and let people fucking run on us since 19, you know what? 21. You can't run a 3-4 unless you have a dominant nose tackle that can break up those double teams. And Kenny Clark can't constantly break up those double teams. So instead, you've got to have, you've got to go to a 4-3. Or you've got to bring in three other defensive linemen who are big disruptors. Something like uh, what Kansas City has done. What uh, 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 Jacksonville. Jacksonville has got that too, right? Yeah, the Bills. There you go, right? They've got these disruptors. Who have we got in the middle? We got Kenny Clark and then a whole list of, uh, I don't know. We, we got to get, you imagine Kenny Clark, Campbell, and, 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 uh, and, uh, uh, Micah Parsons. Micah Parsons. <laughs> any, any, anybody else, right? We've got, we don't have anybody on the defensive line to help out poor Kenny Clark. And we keep drafting these guys, and then we don't use them. Devontae Wyatt should should be out there 90% of the game. He should be right beside Kenny Clark all fucking day long. And we should have Slayton out there, too. And we should be doing, like, the fucking three cups with the P thing and be moving Clark to the outside. Put his And move them all the way around. And keep moving them. Keep working them until one of them busts in. And then when he busts in, you write that down. This is where Kenny Clark plays against this team at this time. You you have to adjust your defense for every team, for the personnel that you have. We have finally have personnel 
for three great corners. We can run a man-to-man defense on the back end, which means that's going to give our pass rushers a few more seconds. And instead, he runs a deep zone and doesn't send the pass rushers. It's the exact opposite. If you've got a great quarterback that loves to throw the ball, you throw the ball. If you've got a quarterback that can't throw the ball, you don't throw the ball. Joe Barry has got a quarterback that can throw the ball, and he's like, you know what we should do? We should be punting. And that was... (laughs) Trying to the reason, and I, you said exactly what I wanted to hear with this question that I was asking you, because the biggest thing that people are complaining about us getting like Jair getting burned deep. Right. But the problem is that when you're playing man, but you're rushing two fucking players, it's obviously that the guy's going to have enough time for the guy to break open. Like you're, you're, you're making, you guys know this, they're going to be open eventually at some point, the longer you have to fucking cover. That's why people buy time. But if you're not, if you're taking that away, it's a lot easier to run the man scheme that we all want them to run when you're actually putting pressure on the quarterback. And he has less than the fucking five fucking minutes that he has to fucking throw in our current right. situation by pressuring. Then you can play more man and it'll be more successful because you can't compare what we're doing right now because we're designed to stop the pass right without the rush. And it should be the complete opposite where you should have a rush that speeds up the 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 progression of the, of the quarterback to where he either has to dump it off quickly or he's going to get smashed into the fucking ground and not give that guy time to run that 40 yard or 30 yard or 18 yard fucking mesh route because he's already got someone in his face, dude, that's the fucking problem. And if you've got a man on him, the dude's not going to look open when he flashes over. And by then you're going to have one of the dudes in his fucking lap. I don't understand. Like I, I never played fucking football. I never coached football. And it's just fucking just seems so rudimentary basic, which is what irritates me about Barry, man. And that's, that's, that's the key is, is that, It is very complex, but yes, it is very basic. If you can't stop the run, you put another fat guy on the line. And if that doesn't stop the run, you put another fat guy on the line. Rinse and repeat until the running stops. Make him do something that he doesn't. What does Belichick do that makes him so successful? He goes against the team and he goes, you know what? They like to throw it to Justin Jefferson all day long. So we're going to double and triple team Justin Jefferson until Justin Jefferson gets so frustrated he's throwing his helmet on the sidelines and we've beaten the Vikings. Oh, what does this team like to do? Well, they like to hand it off to Henry and throw to the tight end. So I'm going to take that away. We don't do that. Joe Barry goes, I got an idea. Okay. Bear with me. You know how they like to throw it to Justin Jefferson all the time. We're going to put a linebacker on him and then send him free after seven yards. We're not only going to put the linebacker on him, we're going to put him eight yards off of him. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to take the slowest motherfucker I have that's on the football field and have him cover him. Can you believe that? They won't know what to do. They'll be so scared. They won't throw it. I've got an idea. Then you know what else we'll do? We'll put our two safeties on the goal line and play prevent, even though it's absolutely not necessary and have to have them crash down to react to the ball. That would be Yeah. Yeah. Second and four, we'll line up 12 deep. Yeah. What? Here. What? they might do a trick play and, and go for a long bomb at the goal line at this moment. They're going Hail Mary. So put our two safeties as deeply as possible as you can. Have them Is hang anybody, on. You know, everybody says, oh, well, defenses are playing the Packers uh, offense really well this year. Does anybody else notice that the defenses that play against us, they don't rush with two guys. They rush with four and five. They don't play eight yards off. They play man, press up coverage. <clears throat> when you watch 31 other football teams in the league, their defense looks quite a bit different than ours. And we have seven first-rounders playing. 
And, you know, one of the biggest things that I think that defenses have caught up to, and, and it's real apparent with Tom Brady, who's going to have the same record as the Packers and win the fucking division, which is ridiculous. But right. these older, not mobile quarterbacks um, are starting to get like the NFL is caught up to these guys, the Aaron Rodgers of the world. Why? Because they put pressure on them because they know that they're as great as they are. You are not, you, you do not have the same reaction time. You do not have the muscle memory. You do not have everything that you did when you were 20 or 25 or 29 or 32. There is a point where there's a decline neurologically with your body. And these NFL teams are figuring it out. What are they doing to Tom Brady? They're fucking in his ass nonstop. And the guy gets flustered. And that's what they're doing to Aaron Rodgers. They're making him not see the field because he's seeing pressure that does not exist a lot of the time, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. We got a couple more for uh, mailbag here. Do it. Okay. Goose, Goose Fraba. I have a question for mailbag. How bad every level of the defense, with how bad every level of the defense has been, there are many people defending Barry saying that the real problem is the players not executing the scheme. Also, they argue that our defense is just not as talented. With how many first round picks and high price free agents? If that's the truth, then I guess Goot has to go because he obviously is a trash GM. So what is it? Is there no talents on the defense? If not, what explanation besides coaching could could there be for so much talent not performing? Okay. It's coaching. It's coaching, Goose. We just talked about it, dude. I mean, pay attention. No, seriously. The the it's it's coaching it's the scheme you have to put your players in position so that they are the most successful so they buy right so they buy into it and believe what you're doing to execute it if you don't believe in santa claus shame on you but if you don't believe in santa claus you're gonna you're not gonna even make an effort to put trees under christmas tree like presents under the tree and do the whole rigmarole because you don't believe in it when you believe in it what do you do you put fucking elves all over the place and you you buy into i like what- your analogy but i think you're you're i think Did you've I- left the football field and you're now on a soccer I- pitch and <laughs> i was trying i think so if you're if you're the level of high that i am you're with him yeah. if you're sober you may be having an issue following along but i get it man the guys don't the guys are being the the chef is not cooking. The chef is answering the phone and he's pissed off. He's answering the phone. Now, yes, he can answer the phone, but this guy's trained as a chef. Kenny Clark should not be out there by himself trying to beat a triple team. And then everyone yelling at him that he ain't doing as well. Kenny Clark needs to be out there with three, four other guys, big guys and be run at the quarterback can you imagine if Kenny Clark was on the Rams or the 49ers and there was three four other fat guys on the line Kenny Clark would destroy every game but he changed his body specifically to rush the passer lost weight got more you know he turned into speed power Kenny and they and he's still using him as power Kenny he's not power Kenny he's speed Kenny fuck flip the switch asshat fuck you Joe Barry fuck you Joe Barry Okay, Oliver Klozoff, in the famous words of Matt Larson, if you trim your bush, your deck will look bigger. I could use all the help I could get in that area. For your mailbag question, he says, <laughs> what's the most embarrassing and or amazing fanboy moment? Now, do you mean 
I was a fan of somebody or somebody was a fan of me? Mm. That's what I'm curious about. So listen, I'm going to do, I'm going to do, I'm going to do both. Okay. And I have to think one time, one time I, I was 19 years old. I was walking down Corden Avenue and uh, I was wearing my Ed Olchek Winnipeg Jets number 16 hockey jersey. Okay. Ed Olchek was one of my favorite players. Tough guy, played right wing. Good. He could fight. And he, he was, you know, he'd pocket 30 goals a season. Great guy. Hell of a shot. And this, this black car pulls up tinted windows. This is, you know, in the 90s. So this black car pulls up tinted windows and the window rolls down to the passenger side. And this blonde bombshell says to me, hey, nice jersey. And my two buddies are with me, Chris and Clint. And we both look over and we're like, what's this all about? And the passenger and the driver's side door opens and it's Ed Olchek. Oh, man. And he got out and, and he's, yeah, he sat on his hood. He signed an autograph. I still have the autograph, right? And he talked yeah. with us for probably 15, 20 minutes at Olchek. I, I mean, to this day, to this day, I am still an Eddie O fan. Uh, amazing fanboy moment where somebody fanboyed me. Uh, I was at the lake. There I am in the trailer. The boat pulls up full of kids. Go pack, go. Go pack, go. Go. What is that all about? What's that? all about right that's when middle started, of nowhere that's crazy when, that's when i got the crazy fan they called and threatened my family and i'm like all right what's going on here dude this is <laughs> yeah if i got the bad stuff but yeah i mean it's really cool dude I, I um me fanboying i think my colin farrell uh drunk until 5 a.m with him is probably the, yeah. the cool thing yeah. right and hours with like a very famous person and just shot the shit that was kind of fucking cool um and then he got checked into rehab like a week later which made a lot of sense. <laughs> it was bruce's fault <laughs> or wah, wah. <laughs> I gave you ever had this gun yeah it's good for you i swear and uh probably you ever do on- blow off a hooker's tent what <laughs> what <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> and i think <laughs> good lord i think my uh like my biggest other than people do come up to me quite a bit for the pod, dude, like just randomly, but they're super nice and just come up and, you know, I'm not going to mention any uh, names on here cause we'll keep it private. But uh, somebody reached out to me from the pod and, and, you know, was, was very, very, very nice to um, help with the business, you know, like just, it, it was very humbling, man, to have somebody from the pod reach out to me personally. And obviously my, I mean, when you guys order a shirt, you get all my private information. Cause that's, how i am i trust everyone that's where he lives and he will be there because i the back door is never locked no actually every (laughs) always locked a very good fuck my my lab theo dude he is dumb as a brick but that motherfucker will defend the shit out of my girl so we're good (laughs) he's just the fucking his muscle but yeah that's pretty sandy Sandy G, my husband really needs it. He needs some land manscaping down low and doesn't trust any old shaver to do it. Not really a question, Sandy G, but thank you for participating okay. anyway. You know what? Well, <laughs> let's, let's try to guess what her name means. So Sandy G, is it like when you sit, like, is it when women sit on the edge of the beach, do they get a Sandy G? <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> Oh, that's just terrible. 
we, we might have, well look sandy you still posted something so you might not i mean your name's in the hat so you might get a chance here you mean oh i i you know i i you, i i you? i i'm trying i was clicking on her profile to see if there was maybe a hint right sandy g that's i don't know there's no beach pictures though okay so. I, I can't verify that. Okay, well. I can't well, verify that. Un unnamed sources told un my unnamed sources. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Adam Schwinkter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Adam shit face. Fuck that speaking, of speaking of Schwinkter, right, let's draw the name. Let's. This is almost the end of the podcast here. Let's draw the name and uh, get it. Is that the drum roll? Yeah, I'm going to do it. Ready? Okay, go ahead. Oliver Klozoff. Whoa. Oliver Klozoff. Yes. Oliver Klozoff has won the Lawnmower 4.0. You too can have clean and smooth balls with your Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0. Use it on all your dainty areas. Use it on the dog. Use it on the wife. Spice it up and use it on the mailman. The Lawnmower 4.0. Make sure and use the guard. Congratulations. <laughs> Dude, it's so funny because it took us, it took you until right after the episode to catch that his name, like the, oh, oh yeah, Oliver, Oliver, Mr. Closeoff. Yes. Like we were all professional. But you were the one, remember you were like, uh, this yeah. is Oliver Closeoff. <laughs> and I was, and I, it didn't register. And then I was in the shower and I was listening to our podcast and it was suddenly like, what did he say? Wait a minute. And then I looked at it, it was Oliver Klozoff. That's hilarious. Oliver, buddy, listen, man, you won. You won the Lawnmower 4.0. Uh, this is what you do. Uh, on Twitter at uh, Borders Packers, I need you to DM us your full mailing address. And then what I do is, is I submit that to uh, Manscaped and then they ship it to you immediate mall. It works better that way because they have a shipping spot in the States and they have a shipping spot in Canada. So if you live in one of those two countries or close to one of those two countries, you'll get it as fast as possible. If they just shipped it to me or shipped it to Bruce, it would probably cost Bruce more than the bloody thing is worth just to send it to Canada. So hey. Oliver, close off. Congratulations. You, you have 24 hours. The Let's winner of the, to the pod on Monday. <clears throat> yeah. Listen, you've got until Tuesday at three o'clock. Or we come for the dog. That's right. No, I don't know. No, I don't know. <laughs> no. Yeah. Oliver, you're the winner, man. Manscaped, the creator of all things big and small. Manscaped, when you want to see both balls. Manscaped, she changed that hairy pencil to a straight pencil. I actually have, <laughs> and this is how small the world is, and we're going to close on this. And this is a little bit of, I guess it's kind of, it's a little bit personal, but it doesn't matter because that's what this podcast is anyway, right? It's about me though, personal. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. All right. Apparently this raspberry stuff makes your throat very scratchy <clears throat> as the higher you get. It's so, just the allergies. It's just the allergies. <laughs> it's very possible. I, I might, um, so my cannabis chef came from Houston, like I told you, buddy. <clears throat> Hold on, I'm going to actually mute and clear my, let me clear my throat. <clears> throat> there we go. All right. 
<laughs> I was going to mute, but that's not, that worked perfectly good using a, <laughs> a fucking 80s song. But so my cannabis chef comes in and as he's leaving, we're kind of talking, you know, I was talking about my rugby days and, and that type of stuff. Cause he went to, uh, SMU and anyway, so Southern Methodist university out of Dallas, but he told me I was kind of going through my progression of where I played rugby and how I did it. And he's like, yeah, dude, there was this guy, you played at Texas tech, right? I was like, yeah. So at A&M, Texas A&M, he's like, I would go to all their games. And this was like 15 years after whatever there was, there's literally, he's like, there was a guy named Uno who got his nut stepped on and kept playing and strapped it to his leg. Oh. And I said, oh. and I was like, wait, are you kidding? He's like, yeah, Texas Tech, dude. He's like, like in 94, somewhere around there. And I was just like, yeah, dude, my, I'm, I'm Uno. He's like, what the fuck? You only have one. Test- <laughs> Actually, no, I have three. Cause I got it stepped on and the bag ripped and, and, then one of my nuts popped into two and then, but I did, I super glued my nut and then I gauzed it and I taped it to my leg to keep playing. And apparently, so a cannabis chef that I met two years ago or less like 18 months, when, when did we meet him? Whatever it was, but just random out of nowhere, yeah. person from Houston knows the legend of my test. Wow. And uh, the legend continues to this day. The legend. Every continue- time I put Owen grow. <laughs> Every, every time I play a card game, when I get down to the last card, I think of Bruce. <laughs> Uno! <laughs> That's it. But I've got three. One- Joke's on you. I'm not disformed. I have three. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the fucking Total Recall chip, but down below. <laughs> like one, one for each daughter. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I could have breastfed all three of my daughters, like the chick from uh, from at, at at their wedding. When you do the speech, you got to do this. Is no. the ball that they came? Oh no! Wait, wait! It's this one, and now it's this one. Yeah, three girls, three balls. So each of them developed a girl. There you go. That's why I don't have any boys. Cool. So split. Crazy. If you want, just get your nut stepped on. Science is interesting. <laughs> and episode 200 pal episode 204 and a half billion minutes we have been more we have been listened to more than four and a half billion minutes worth can you believe that dude when i thought and a half billion like that's not too bad and i was like wait and then when i calculated it out and i was looking at it i actually had to flip my phone sideways because it had that like that ec plus yeah. mic ever and i was like 4.5 ec whatever those fucking math algorithm letters are and i turned it sideways and it like filled up the entire screen i was like that's a hundred that's a hundred thousand that's i was like holy shit 4.5 billion minutes have been listened that is in Insane, dude in that's almost a, that's almost a, a, a minute per person on the planet that's a so minute crazy. per person on the planet so listen uh we want to do another uh contest because this contest was great but this is uh the one we're going to do i want you to uh dm us or um uh it just hit us on twitter if it's okay uh if it's a clean picture or uh you can send it to us at packers without borders at outlook.com we want a picture of where in the world 
you are from. We're going to put this up. We're uh, starting a website. We're starting uh, up on our Facebook and our Instagram. We're going to put these up uh, where in the world. So if if you live somewhere now, like where I'm from, we're famous for meth and murders. So I really can't go and take a picture beside a guy doing meth. You can do somebody. The 100th minute, that's exactly where I'm going to go, where Bruce and I right next to our where we signed it. I'll go. I'll take a picture. That's where I'm from. Bruce, El Paso. Right. There's 100 things out there. Yep. The one I want you to do, though, is, is uh, the, the uh, uh, not the Area 41, but the, the mailbox. You know, the mailbox, the UFO special mailbox. You know what I'm talking about? It's a black mailbox. Outside of Roswell. No. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Ro- that's you'll have Ro- to do. You'll have that's, to. Yeah, that's not El Paso. That's okay, Ros- too far. I'm going to go to okay. the. Dis- well, you- um, there you it's go. One of the oh, most haunted you- places in Texas. You know where you should go is is that uh, I heard uh, there's a spot. Uh, I think it's at 5001 North Mesa Drive, uh, actually, and uh, it's a brand new hidden gem in El Paso. Uh, it's called uh, You've Tried uh sleep and fry now try wake and bake 5001 north mesa drive <laughs> that's your new model i want to see t-shirts that said you've tried sleep and fry now try wake and bake <laughs> should probably do that and you know bonus hey. for all of you who have our t-shirts uh take the picture with the t-shirt on that would be awesome please yeah Absolutely. Send us those pictures from around the world. We, we want to know exactly where you, you guys are listening from. And uh, we'll have some stuff to give away uh, regarding that contest. We know it's going to take a little while for some of you guys. Uh, some of you guys will send them in right away. Uh, if we can, let us know if we can post them on our social media feeds. If we can't, and it's uh, just for the website or if it's uh, a nudie pic, uh, just uh, ed- send those to Bruce Edmonds. That's E D. <laughs> Courtesy of Paulina Edmonds. All of a sudden, that was- <laughs> You're going to get a whole bunch of dick pics is what's going to happen. A whole bunch of Vikings fans sending their dick pics. Compare it next to the horn on the helmet if you're going to send it, Vikings fans. Compare it next to the horn on the helmet. I don't want to see anything smaller than the horn. No. Exactly. <laughs> Right on Mailbag Monday, episode 200 in the books. If you got any questions for us, you can send them to us at Packers Without Borders at Outlook.com. Don't forget you can find us on Twitter at Borders Packers, Facebook and Instagram, Packers Without Borders. At my Shopify.com is now officially done. So they're still on there. I'm not going to take it down, but I'm actually going to decline your orders every time you do it until we put new stuff up there. But I am not going to Juarez anymore. I'm not, I do not have time. Um, and they're already in the R and D for next year. Matt had some really good ideas that we are uh, fleshing out on a mailbag Monday. Fleshing out. I like that. <laughs> mailbag Monday with Manscaped. Episode 200, Lawnmower 4.0. Congratulations, Oliver. Close off. We need your real name. Love. We need your, yeah, DM us. Get in touch with us, man. We need that stuff. Right on. Packers play this week. Peace. Go Pack Go. This has been Packers Without Borders. Try and be kind to one another. Try and love each other. And go Pack Go. Esto ha sido Empacadores Sin Fronteras. No se les olvide cuidarnos unos a los otros. Hasta luego.
hop. Mistletoe hung where you can see every couple tries to stop. Rockin' around the Christmas tree, let the Christmas spirit ring. Yeah.